There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, what is your name? And what name do you wish you'd had? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's on vacation. He'll be back. Don't worry about it. But we're here. Yeah, we're here. We're here for yeah, you. That's right. That's Holly. Hope's here too. Hi. We're just hanging out. Just three gals with names. Doing things. Doing stuff. Talking about stuff. Talking about yeah. names. No, honestly, um, I had a, I have had this conversation like a trillion times in my life that I, I never liked my name. I kind of don't mind it now because I'm used to it. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> but I don't, I, and I think that's a normal feeling to be like, I'm not a big fan of my name um, because people yell it at me. You can wear it <laughs> oh. out. Yeah, totally true. But. How, you know, what name do you wish you had had? I think everybody has a name that they think, oh, I always wanted to be that name for one reason or another. Bonus, bonus points if, if you, if you know why you wanted that name. 651-641-1071. Do we have anybody on the line yet? Yes. Well, Hope is taking some oh, more good. calls. Perfect. Good. But Holly, your name is Holly. It is. Yep. And yep. do you like your name? I hate it. Have you always hated it? Yes. Yeah. I just, I don't like it. Yep. It doesn't ring true to who I think that I am as a person. Uh Uh-huh. I I don't like it. But like you, Colleen, I've come to terms with it because it is what it is. It just is what you've been called your whole life. It it is what it is. It's what I've been called my whole life. And I have told my parents, I'm like, I do not like my name. Yeah. But then it's just, they're kind of like, so... <laughs> I mean, they're, they're just sorry. Like, well, well, I like your it's name. Yours. And it's like, well, mom, you gave me the darn name. Of course, you're going to like, you it. like it. So, what what name do you wish you'd had? Well, back in the '90s, when I was a youth, mm-hmm. I used to wish that my name was Sydney. And so, I used to write detective <sighs> That's stories, a good one. starring a detective named Sydney, and I she would that. go and solve mysteries. So, I was like, okay, I'll take it out creatively. Yes, good yes. idea. I don't know why it's very '90s. Yeah, I, yeah. but it's a great name. Yeah. It's very scream yeah very kicky yeah kicky um who's who do we have on the line we have deanna hi deanna what hi uh, guys so that's your name and yeah. um do you li- do you like your name or no not so much you know i've kind of grown into it i don't love it it's not very common and it always reminded me of raggedy ann oh interesting oh. deanna i get it <laughs> i get that Wow, that I hadn't thought about that, but I get it. So what do you wish your name was? Well, as somebody who's kind of a free spirit and I was born on the summer solstice, (gasps) 
I should have been named Summer. Yes. Have you ever thought about changing your name? Yeah, it's it's kind of silly now. I mean, I'm 46 years old, and I think I get teased a lot by my friends and family, but um, I just always thought I should be a Summer. I get it. I love that. Bye, Summer. Thanks for calling. Uh, who else do we have on the line? Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, do you Hi. do you do you like your Holly name or not stole, so much? I hate my name, and Holly stole my name <gasps> because I wanted to be a Sydney, like in Sydney, Australia. I love that. <laughs> and my last name is so common. I am a credit card example. Oh, oh. so Smith. Every cup. Yep. So Mary, <laughs> insert here. Oh, so oh my I gosh. have been asked so many times, is that your real name? Oh, or, you know, rental agreements, you know, house paperwork, you name it. And I have to pull out my driver's license and go, yes, that is my real name. Oh, my gosh. So every couple months, I give my mom a hard time and she's like, but I always wanted a daughter named Mary. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> well, it's all about you, Mom. It's yeah. all glad, about Glad you. that all your dreams could be fulfilled. Thank exactly. you. Thank you, Mary. And I'm sorry Holly stole your name. It's okay. People can share names. That's, That's a right. thing. Yeah. That's a it, thing in the world. It totally is. Obviously, Mary understands that exactly. very well. She's probably been through that a couple times. Yeah. Um, but she's not the only Mary in a room at any given time. Um, who else? Do we have any other callers? We sure do. We have Madeline. Hi, Madeline. Oh, I do Hello. love that name. Yeah. I didn't when I was younger. I wanted to be, I grew up in the mid 80s. So everybody was Jennifer or Jessica. Oh, um, and that's and what you wanted. I wanted that, but now I love it, except for when I go to Target because every little girl is named Maddie now. Oh. So I hear my name when parents are yelling at their children. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Madeline. Really, I hear it all the time. And I'm just like, what did I do? I love it. Thanks for your call. Isn't that so? That's a funny thing because Madeline is experiencing that now. When yeah. you have a name that at the time you were named it wasn't super popular, but now it is. I my name has never been popular. I do not have a popular name. When I was young, I could not find my name on any keychain in oh, any the kitschy tourist license plates denied i hated that yeah and i vowed that i would never give my children names like that i gave my children names like i that. was gonna say colleen you totally failed and and the I cycle failed. continues exactly because let me tell you try to find another tilla in the world at all there aren't any. Oh, so she doesn't get novelty license plates wherever she no, goes. No, but here's no the thing. shot glasses no, with her in, name on No, it. we live in 2020. You can get those things made on site. <laughs> so not to worry, but also she's never actually wanted that. It's weird. I always wanted, that was the first place I went in any vacation store. Any type of tourist trap location, the first place I went was to the keychain rack. Totally. To see if they had a Colleen there. And if they did, oh my word, you better believe it. I was like begging my parents. I need that keychain. It says my name. The world sees me. If they know me, they get me. (laughs) But no, my parents didn't fall for that very often. Uh, But I always wished, are you ready for it? That my name was Mm. Joanna. Because okay. I wanted to be called Joey. Jeez. I wanted to be called Joey. Well, you could just Aww. be Joey. 
But I couldn't. Joanna. Yeah. Well, that's true. (laughs) I suppose I could have. I don't know why I felt like here. I know why. Here's why. I also don't have a name that can turn into a nickname. And I was jealous of people who could have nicknames. So I wanted to have this like secret, like sophisticated name and then be called Joey. I'm sorry. Your dream was not fulfilled. Am I glad that my parents didn't name me that now? Pretty much. <laughs> because you settled into Colleen. Because I am who I am now. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's just part You're of You're just me. like Popeye. It's I am what I am. I am what I am. Hope, did you, do you always, have you always liked your name? I do like my name. You have a great name. I do. Um, I don't know. It's, it's not popular when it comes to keychains either. Yeah. But it's popular because it's a word. Yeah, yours is so like popular everywhere. on like kitschy bric-a-brac, <laughs> like, you know. Inspirational. Yes. Yes. You're everywhere. Um, you're on You're on a lot of Christmas I, I, ornaments. I am. <laughs> and, and the other thing, too, I get asked like, oh, is that really your name? So it stands out when it needs to, I yes. guess. Yes. But we do have one more caller. Perfect. Um. Her name's TJ, and we were just speaking about nicknames, so this oh, is a good one. Okay, hi TJ. <laughs> hi. So um, what? Do, so yeah, tell us everything. Go. So okay, <laughs> I go by TJ. Um, my dad's name was Timothy. Um, his best friend's name was John. So I am a female, and my parents named me Timmy John. T I M I. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it Timmy so, John all one word, or is your first no, name it's Timmy? Timmy. And- and then John, I love but, that. that is oh cool. my gosh, I, I hate it. No, I think I that's it. so cool. And <laughs> I also love TJ. See, that's <laughs> the thing about having a name that is like that is not common is that right. usually you don't love it, but everybody else does. And you're like, stop it. You you didn't have to live with it, right? <laughs> yeah. And as far as like the name I wish I had, I wish I had something normal growing up, you know, like Colleen or Holly. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, feel free to take my name. Yeah. name <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your call, TJ. Um, I had a friend whose real name uh, was Anthony. And she's now changed it to Anna, which is what we've always called her. But her name was Anthony. We were having this conversation at one point uh, on a girls weekend. And we were going around the room and saying the name that we wished we'd had and why we didn't like our name. And she said, yeah, I always wanted to have like a, a guy's name that we could turn that I could turn into a girl's name. And we all just looked at her for a second because she completely apparently she just didn't want that version of it. <laughs> She didn't want to be called Tony? No, she oh. always went by Anna. Yeah. Oh, Isn't right. that interesting? Yeah. yeah. Now that's her legal name. Sorry I'm talking about you, Anna. I didn't ask. Hey. But, well, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I'll tell you about it later. It'll be great. When we come... Oh, we got we did get an email from Leanne who said, I hate my first legal name, Melissa. I go by my middle name, Leanne, but I wish it were my first name so I don't have to have fights with everyone who calls me by Melissa. Rude. <laughs> oh, Rude. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've talked a little bit about the Emmys and how they're going to handle themselves this year. We're going to take a deeper dive in what we know of how they're going to do the Emmys and what that might mean for the Emmys going forward. After this, on My Talk 1071. Well, the Emmys are going to be definitely the Emmys like we've never seen them this year. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. He'll be back soon. Holly Roberts and I are here with you till 3 o'clock today. Yes. And, um, okay, so we had wondered when the Emmy nominations came down, how are they even going to do the Emmys? But, 
okay, we're here for the fact that we have something to look forward to. Well, now we have a, another, a better idea of what the plan is. It's not the clearest picture, but it's clearer what the plan is for the Emmys telecast. And this comes via, well, the, what, I'm, what I'm referencing is in an article in Variety.com. But what they tell us is that uh, a letter was sent to all of the acting nominees and Jimmy Kimmel um, that outlined a little bit of what they're going to be doing. They say in this letter, as you've probably guessed, we're not going to be asking you to come to the Microsoft Theater in downtown L.A. on September 20th. This year, it's still going to be TV industry's biggest night out, but we'll come to you. The letter says that there will be more details to come, but, quote, we are assembling a top-notch team of technicians, producers, and writers to work closely with Jimmy Kimmel and with you and your team to make sure we can film with you and loved ones or whomever you choose to be with at your home or another location of your choice. We're going to make you look fabulous. We're exploring the cutting edge of technology to allow to use good cameras and lighting and look forward to working with you to produce your unique on-screen moments. Interesting. Interesting. So it is what we suspected that they are not going to be gathering together. No. I think that's responsible. We're not really doing that right now. We're not doing that so much right now. (laughs) But here's what I think is really interesting, and this is why I think... I found this to be timely. Every single year, we have a criticism of the Emmys. Whether it's that it was too long, whether it's that the host is unnecessary, whether it is that it's too long. Or that it's unnecessary. (laughs) That the whole thing is unnecessary or that it's too long. But every year, it's like there's something missing from the Emmys, but we can't put our finger on what it is. Yeah, it doesn't quite have the glamour or the pop culture factor that an award show like the Oscars or even the Golden Globes have. Right. So we've we've been around and around about this, and it seems like they've tried, like sort of half-assed, tried to like make a couple little changes, but nothing that has stuck and nothing that is enough of a change that it it forces us to see them differently. And I just think that this might be the year that they have had to be pushed so far outside of their regular comfort zone that there might be some gold in there somewhere. They may be forced now to learn to figure out what it is that can fix that telecast so that it is... Because the thing about the award shows is that... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They're so meta. Um, it's an award show that's specifically for the people of Hollywood, 
produced and directed and presented for the people of Hollywood with us, the people who consume the Hollywood stuff, looking on. So it has to be also entertaining to us sitting at home. Right. And quite frankly, in the past couple of years, increasingly, that is not the case. Exactly. And as much as people aren't really watching award shows in the way that they used to. So last year at the Emmys, it was a record low 6.9 million viewers who watched the Emmys. That's it. That was that was the only ratings Back in the day, uh, it used to have a lot more. I mean, I can't speak well, to how many people that used would to have watch been, it. But that would have been one of those things that everybody was watching simultaneously. Everybody's talking about Everybody's talking well, yeah, about it. Because you didn't have any choice because you had three networks and PBS right. and that was it. And it was right. like you come together and you watch this and you watch your favorite TV shar- stars. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Hell too. yeah, win awards. <laughs> so it just, it speaks to the way, like where do we find ourselves with award shows, period? Does it speak to the way that we consume entertainment now? Does it even serve as a function of a good marketing tool, which is what award shows have served as to mm-hmm. a certain degree in the past. All of them. It's it's exposure. It's marketing for the product. The thing that I, I one of the things that I think affected the Emmys in a way that nobody ever recovered from or they didn't figure out how to recover from was when we started to have more than just the few networks, the handful of networks that were competing. When you started to throw in some of the premium networks. HBO, Showtime, etc. That was, I think, the first time that we started to see people disconnecting from the Emmys because I, re- I mean, I remember it very distinctly. It was, I think, it was like when The Sopranos were on. Oh yeah, because and they, they were up for a hundred gajillion awards. Totally, and we didn't have HBO because we were not going to be paying that extra money for the HBO. Thank you very much, and I. I you you felt left out mm-hmm. because I remember just thinking, okay, well, it must be a great show. They're winning all these awards. And at that time, you didn't have a way to stream it or watch it along with people unless you subscribe to HBO. So as we as the landscape of television gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and the the pool of of shows is diluted because there's so many things to choose from. I think it does start to alienate people in a way. It used to be when you watched the Emmy Awards, everybody was watching all of those shows. And if you didn't watch it, it was by conscious choice. It wasn't because you didn't have time or you didn't have the means. It's just you weren't watching NYPD Blue. Maybe you weren't into Dennis Franz's butt cheeks. Exactly. You had that choice and you could make and that choice. And you decided nay, nay to that. But now you it is entirely possible that an entire category could be filled with shows you've never seen. So there has to be something more that gets people excited about watching this telecast. And I wonder if being inside the homes of celebrities wouldn't be enough right. to get eyeballs on it. There definitely, I think, will be this year a spike in ratings because of the curiosity factor. Yeah, if because, for no other reason than people just want to see what the how the heck they're doing this. Yeah, and I don't think that the ratings are going to be boosted that much because I just I don't think outside of people who are really into TV and really into pop culture that these kind of award shows hold the place in the collective consciousness that they used to. It's, it's yeah. just the ratings have been going down, 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 and that's a pattern that's been happening for at least a decade. Mm-hmm. But also what could be interesting is that Emmy nominees are encouraged to come as you are. 
as far as dress code. Thank you, Nirvana. Thank you, Nirvana. So that means, I don't know, who's going to be wearing pants? Who's not going to be wearing right? pants? Who's going to be wearing a sweatshirt? And who's going to be wearing a gown? And here's my other question. I mean, he- this is the other place where thing we will miss. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. We're not going to have a red carpet in the same way either, which is part of the evening. So how are they going to have to get creative around that? I'm here for it. Let's do it, man. Bring it, Emmy. Bring it on. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. We're going to tell you all about them after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, not here. He'll be back on Monday. Uh, and just just know you'll hear him. We're yeah. trying to figure out where you'll hear him. Don't worry about it. You'll find out. We're just working on logistics. Pins and needles, you guys. Pins and needles. All right. But for now, let's talk about those dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Yes, it does. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, there isn't one staring back at you. Oftentimes we find those crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida Florida, and sometimes other places. Lincoln, Nebraska. Fun. Are we going to Runyon's? I don't know. Probably Uh, not. We're not going to make it there because we're going to go to jail first. Bummer. We're going to go to jail along with uh, a young man, 22-year-old, Caliph Vasquez. He was found, I'll say, on Monday morning. He'd had a night, an evening, if you will. It was 2.30 a.m. and he'd been um, partying, shall we say? Mm-hmm. And he was in a car driving. It was a BMW. Actually, at the time that they found him, he was no longer driving, but he had been driving. Uh, and his car had stalled on the side of the road. Oh, bummer. And uh, the cops were like, yeah, that doesn't belong there, that car with the person. Uh, so they knock, knock. Uh, and there he was. He had fallen asleep or passed out. Don't drink and drive, kids. Mm-hmm. And he had a lap full of $1,370 in cash and 2.3 grams of cocaine. Oh, was the cash in ones? Uh, you know, good question. I don't know what denominations the cash was in, but I do know that it was all just sitting out there on his lap, oh, honey, which seems no. like an invitation. It seems like an invitation to take that money. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that he didn't really understand that it was an invitation mm-hmm. because of where he was at. Yeah. Yeah. He was booked into jail on suspicion of suspicion of possession of cocaine. I would feel like if you found it on his person, you should no longer be suspicious. Yeah. But that's just me. I know. Oh, I want to make a correction to the record. Mm. I was hoping we would go to Runza. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. What is that? That is a fast food chain that 
basically is only in Nebraska. Oh, really? And they have they have just their own things there. It's, they're totally their own things. They have these weird, <gasps> uh, world what? famous runs a sandwich that kind of looks like a suggestive toy. Why is that not here? I don't know, Colleen. Oh my gosh! Okay, can I just read you about this? Sorry, we're just taking a sidebar here. Well, to we fast have food to. Land. How did I never <laughs> ever know about because this? Because it's only in Nebraska. But I basically. had family in Nebraska. Did we never go to this? Well, they probably hid it from you. When was it opened? Has it been there forever? Well, it's been there at least for fifteen years since the first time. Okay, that so I've I haven't been Nebraska. there for a long time. Um, like I'm talking like probably 30 plus years. No, it was founded in 1949. Okay, so it would in, have been there. In Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay, so a runza is a sandwich that is said to originate from a pierogi, which are, of course, dup- dumplings filled with savory ingredients that are popular in Eastern Europe. However, it is more closely related to the similarly named Russian dish called Something I Cannot Read, which literally means little pies. So these runzas are like rolled up loose meat sandwiches that also have ground beef, cabbage, seasonings, and onions. And you can also get cheddar cheese, Swiss cheese, mushrooms, Italian style, I don't know, and jalapenos if you would like. (laughs) Loose meat. I mean, this looks delicious. How do I get one of these? I wish they delivered. Well, no one's going to be driving from Lincoln, Nebraska to come and give us a run for cheat day Friday. Long drive. That's a long drive, and I've made that drive before. And quite frankly, I don't feel like making it. Not in the mood. Not Not in the mood. Not in the mood. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Okay, so tell me who your crazy, (laughs) stupid idiot is. Oh, we're going to Florida! Yay, Florida. Florida! And I've, I've decided to make a last minute change on my crazy, stupid idiot. Fine, but. This guy's in Florida, so it's basically the same okay, thing. Fine. So we're, we're just swapping one out for the other. We're going to Sebastian, Florida, and I feel like we were just in Sebastian, Florida recently. I, maybe. I don't know, but we gotta we gotta go to Earl's Hideaway Lounge in Sebastian, Ooh, Florida. Sounds nefarious. Sounds nefarious. It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just the location. And we got to talk about a guy who went to Earl's Hideaway Lounge, and his name is Lance. Hey, Lance. Hey, Lance. Was he up to no good? Well, no, actually, he was trying to do some good because oh. he was a health inspector. Oh. And mm-hmm. he was he was doing a little health inspecting. And look, right now, you know, oh, things need to be inspected because uh-huh. we got some health issues, yes. particularly in bars and restaurants. And Lance, who was a health inspector, told the people at Earl's Hideaway Lounge that if they did not serve him a drink, he would shut the place down. Oh, okay. That's one way to throw your weight around. He was like, look, man, if you don't give me a Miller Lite or whatever, I'm going to shut this whole thing down. And you can't stop me. Well, the manager of Earl's Hideaway Lounge was like, no. Yeah, try me. (laughs) Try me. Lance still tried him and insisted because he was a health inspector Mm. that he would close down Earl's if they did not oblige. Mm -mm. What happened? Lance was then like, not only am I a health inspector, but my dad is the chief of police in Palm Bay, Florida. So you better give me a drink because my dad will arrest you and I will shut down your business. Okay. Tell me at the end of this story, he wasn't actually a health inspector. Lance is not a health inspector. (laughs) 
Lance's dad is also not the chief of police. Oh my gosh. He just was pulling a fast and then, one. Well, and then on top of that, Lance was like, come at me, bro. Come at me. Come hit me. No. Come hit me and then I'll no. shut you down. No. Yeah, you know, he was trying to get the manager to hit him. Didn't really work. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, by the way. What? When the cops showed up to Earl's. Yeah. He was already smelling like he was three sheets to the wind. Uh-huh. Standing in the parking lot and then harassing the bar employees. Um, Did he go to jail? Uh, yeah, because he is got there ar- Bud Light in jail? No, no. not a, I don't think so. But he was arrested because he was trespassing and arresting, uh, resisting arrest. Excuse me, without violence. So it was like Lance could have just left. He could have just been like, I, you, "You got me. I'm not a health inspector. My dad has nothing to do with the cops." And and please don't hit me. You know what? I tried. I wanted a free drink. Just please serve me. But you know. It was the fact that he resisted arrest in the parking lot outside of Earl's that, that got him arrested. Man, he almost got away with it. Mm, if it weren't for those crazy kids. It wasn't for you, crazy kids. For our next story, our next crazy, stupid idiot, we are going to the Santa Monica Cheesecake Factory. Yay! Okay, when was the last time you hit up a Cheesecake Factory? It's been a hot second. Right? I want to go to one. Because my guy has never been to a cheesecake factory. What? He has. Ne- this is the thing. Look, when when you're in a relationship with like a cool Gen X guy who's like too cool for school, he just missed out on some of the delights of oh life. Oh my god! Like going to the cheesecake factory. I digress. So it's been a hot second, but I would love to go to the one in Santa Monica. I will say that the cheesecake. One thing about the cheesecake factory. Hot tip. Is that like you can basically do your grocery shopping for a week there because those meals last forever yeah pro tip they used to have this thing called the tostada salad that Mm -hmm. would come on two separate tostadas so then you could have one tostada for Uh, lunch and then the other tostada for dinner genius anyway we're not going there to eat right now we're going there because Lori graham ordered food from the santa monica um cheesecake factory for her and her husband and she had that delivered to their hotel earlier this week. All right, makes sense. And uh, what had happened is, and I, okay, I didn't put this up. I, you got to look at this. This is like maybe an honest mistake, but somebody in here is a crazy, stupid idiot. When her husband was getting ready to put a mouthful of his fettuccine Alfredo in his mouth, what looked like fettuccine Alfredo when it was in the box ended up looking a lot like a latex glove when it came out of the box. Oh. And that is because it was a latex glove. Oh, gross. I thought it was. Uh, hey, I'm glad that's a latex glove. Right. If you know what I mean? She said, I went to the lobby of the hotel. I'm glad there's no hand in it. Um, to receive the order. It was completely sealed and packaged. I got upstairs and we began to eat our food. My husband was eating his fettuccine Alfredo and he took a bite and thought it was hard chicken or some uh, overcooked uh, cheese and it was a latex uh, glove that had melted uh, into the food. Uh, Gross. That means he put it in his mouth. He did. He chewed on it for a second. Oh, That's nasty. How do you... This is... Okay. I have a... I'm not going to go all the way on this tangent, but I feel about this the same way I feel about shoes in the road. I never can understand how something that has been tied and like tightly, tightly fit to your foot 
ends up in the street. I cannot figure it out. Nobody has ever given me any kind of satisfactory story or real life explanation, but you, I dare you to go for a drive where you don't find a shoe in the road. They're everywhere. I can't figure out how that happens. Similarly, I do not understand how an entire latex glove unintentionally ends up in the fettuccine Alfredo. In order to take that sucker off, you got to work. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. You know, as far as the shoes, I feel like it's kind of like the mystery of the left socks that leave the dryer, that they're probably some kind of portal to Mm. another dimension. Yeah. And then the shoes fall from the sky and then they eventually fall down. So meaning that those are cosmic shoes and there's probably a story to be told is what I'm telling you. I've always thought I'm going to write a book called Shoes in the Road that will be a collection of essays and what they will have in common is that there's a shoe in the road. It's a story. The problem it's... is the gimmick is not that easy to work with. Because <laughs> how many ways can a shoe get in the road? Look, if they can make a movie about traveling pants. Thank you. That you can actually make is a movie about the shoe. A really good point. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time to play a little game. We are not playing the throwback live as we do every day at this time because Bradley's gone. We save that game for when everybody's here to play. Instead, we've made up our own game that we failed at miserably the first day and has been pretty awesome the the other few days for me. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you're excited for this game, Colleen, because you've been smoking (laughs) me the entire time. The entire time. Today, what we're going to do is we're using 80s lyrics. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Hope is going to say the lyrics to an 80s song, and we are going to identify the song after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Hope. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer is off. He'll be back next week. Holly Roberts and I have been taking you to 3 o'clock, and our friend Hope is here to run the controls. And uh, since we can't play the throwback live, we've been playing another game that I enjoy. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Tell us more about your enjoyment of this game. Thank you. I will. The first day was terrible. Monday was awful, and we all failed. Then Tuesday, things started to look up. Um, we started on Monday doing 90s movie lyrics and then, um, nope, 90s movie lines. Yes. Then on Tuesday, we did 90s song lyrics. Yesterday, we did 80s movie lines. Today, we're going to do song lyrics to 80s songs that Hope has brought for us. And then Holly and I are going to try to guess the song. Oh. All right. I don't know. Uh-huh. Listen, you don't know what'll happen. You just don't oh, know. Sure. I already oh, know. Sure. No, my, you don't know. My ability <laughs> to recall song lyrics is wretched. So, Colleen, yeah, I don't just... know. Like, I might not be great at the 80s. Oh, that's Are you not going to feel oh, your feels like you did with the 90s lyrics? Oh, please. There's That is false humility. Mm. We'll see. Well, we have over 100 <laughs> lyrics to read, so... Oh, good. Yeah, well, we I've got plenty. time. Everybody settle in. We might just blow out all of yes. the ads and Lori and Julia might not be able to get on the show on time. So no, I'm kidding. We're that would never the happen. Song. Okay. Oh, yeah. Are we naming the song or the artist? Let's do the song. Let's okay. do the song. the song. Okay. Or the artist. We, I I'm have just both. kidding. We're going to do the song. Okay. Let's do the song. Uh, feel free to play at home. Okay. The first one. And she's loving him with that body. I just Colleen. know it. Colleen. Um, she's loving with that body. I just know it. Jesse's girl. 
Rick Springfield. Thank you. I'm going to be over here now. Oh, no, no. Come back. It's fun. (laughs) Come back, Holly. Come back. (laughs) Okay. Ooh, that was fun. Okay, one for me. Well, you know, we never took, we never kept track. I have to oh, keep I track why. of how good I am. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, lyric number two. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. Oh, Colleen. Oh, Colleen. 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 I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. Hungry like the wolves. Rude. For Rude. me. Who is that? Duran Duran. Oh, okay. Thank you. Duran Duran is like a like a hole in my brain. Like all Duran... Like, I, I realize after the fact, like, oh, yeah, that is Duran Duran. But I never can pinpoint their music. Girls on film. Oh, there you go. Girls on film. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next. Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Colleen. Oh. Colleen. A heart when a heart can be oh, broken. Oh, see? That's What's what... <laughs> love got to do? Got to do with it. Okay. What's love got to do with it? I'm finding out that yep. Colleen is doing a, stra- a strategy mm. that I think that you learned from one Bradley it's totally trainer. a Bradley strategy. You're buzzing oh. in before you know what it is, and then you sing, sing the song it. to yourself. Yeah, because it's, I... it's like I know I know what it is. Whereas I'm singing okay. the song to myself before I buzz in because okay. I want to be sure that I get it right. Okay, then I'm going to do it that way too. Oh, yeah. I promise. No, I really will. I really will. Let's I really will. Fair kids. Oh, we're going to play fair because <laughs> it drives me crazy when Bradley does that oh. when he just is trying to beat me with the buzz. All right. Okay. Okay. Here I'm going to play fair. I'm going to play fair. Let me tell you about the girl I met last night. Mm. Are, are you going to go on and tell me more about her? <laughs> that is it. That is Let me tell you about the girl oh. I met last night. Um, Colleen. <laughs> Colleen. Rosanna. Uh. Don't worry, be happy. No, that's definitely <laughs> not in Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> What is it? Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not sure if I know this song. <laughs> um, it is High on You by Survivor. Oh. oh uh, I don't no. know that one. No. I can't say that I know that one. Okay. I can say that I don't know that one. I can one. definitely say we I don't. We can all say yeah. we don't know we that don't one. We don't know that one. Okay. okay, next. Next. With every breath, I'm deeper into you. Um, With every breath, I'm deeper into you. Uh, See, it's not uh, as fun now. Okay, I can't. Uh, I don't is, know it, is it Holly? I uh, want to know what love is. Oh. I want you to show me. Gosh, that's a great song. We did talk about this artist. Every dap. And she was, I think, one of our D bags. Oh. Oh, Madonna. Madonna. Oh. Madonna. What song? Crazy for you. Oh, I oh. love that song. Oh, can I, can we just have like a one moment to, to work through this, to process this emotion? Right now, Madonna is acting in such a way that it's making me not love any of her music, even her old music. Do you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, has that happened to you ever where you're like, gosh, I, I'm embarrassed to love that artist's work right now. It feels tainted by her behavior. Am I alone here? On an island? Uh, no, That's you're not fair. alone on an island. Not at all. Okay, good. That's all. No, Thank you. No, you're validated. All right, fine. Mm-hmm. Next. So wild, so free, so far from me. You'll all. You're all I want. My fantasy. Oh. Ooh. Oh. 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 What eighty song is that? Um. My fantasy. Oh. <laughs> I, is that is that by a male artist or a female artist? Male. 
Really? Huh. Say it again. So wild, so free, so far from me. You're all I want. My fantasy. Oh, is oh. it like a, is that like a, is that like the lady in red? Lady in red. I love that song. It's definitely uh, not the lady in red. All I think of is Weight Watchers commercials. With the lady in red? Yeah, because they were selling TV dinners and they had a red package on them. Oh my god! And it was a woman spinning around in a red dress like she well, was liberated by eating a weird... By Salisbury steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I feel like Salisbury steak is only, only a TV dinner. Like, nobody in their right mind at home is like, we're having Salisbury steak tonight and made it from scratch. No, no. it's the, the old encore... Salisbury steaks in the yellow package and Al from Happy Days used to do the commercials. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, who is that? What was that? Def Leppard. Oh, Oh, really? Photograph. Oh, Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, let me find... I lost my spot. We're doing 80 songs. I don't even know who's winning at this point. I, I feel like we just got an email, well, by the way, to, from Beverly. I just want to give Beverly a high five. She was like, "Thank you." I was just going to email you that it wasn't fair that you were buzzing in before you know the answer. Oh. When Bradley is back, make sure to make the rule that you, if you buzz in, you have two seconds to answer or you lose. Ooh, I, I don't you, disagree Beverly. with that. I like it. Yes. I like it. I'm here for that. Beverly, the task. I like it. <laughs> All right, sorry. Let's try to do it with this one. Okay. Okay. When the night is cold and dark, you can't see, you can't see light. (laughs) Wait a minute, that's the dumbest lyric ever. Oh, sorry, I skipped a word. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. And when the night is cold and dark, you can't see, (laughs) you see, you can't see light. Oh. It's typed, or it's typed kind of funny. It still is a dumb lyric. It's not your fault. You can't see, you can't see light. I can't see you. I can't see I know the song. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. No, what is that? Corey Hart, Never Surrender. Never Surrender. I I thought I could hear Holly like singing it. Yeah. I actually had no idea what that is. I've never even heard that song. That's so funny. Really? You've never heard Never Surrender? No, because the only Corey Hart song I know is I wear my sunglasses at night. Yeah. Well, maybe he is having a hard time seeing in the dark because he has his sunglasses (laughs) on. Did anybody ever think of that? Poor Corey Hart was just running into walls <laughs> all the time. Tripping on the That's carpet. Corey Hart. He wears his sunglasses <laughs> at night. He's a hard time seeing the light. Hey, um, Hope, thank you so much for that. That was fun. That was fun. I still won. When we come back, it'll be tomorrow. Lori and Julia are coming in next. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with us. Stay safe, everybody. Bye. Bye. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.